Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Maya Lucky, Charlotte Collins and Nicola Elliott, founder of Wellbeing Brand. Neon, welcome Nicola. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Um, let's start off today with what anyone has been up to. Charlotte, you started your day in rather <laughs> interesting fashion. I went to a circumcision this morning. It was one of my best friend's sisters just had a baby boy. And it was a f- I mean, I've been to one when I was like... So it's a bit of a tenuous link. Sorry, best friend's... Yeah, but, but my sister's best friend's sister's baby. Okay, fine. Um, and she lives in Israel, so it was, it was, she came over for it as well. So I suppose that was like a nice thing. But as I said to you earlier, there were no... A people, nice thing. You know, like a, like a family <laughs> thing. But they're not just nearest and dearest. I mean, no, this is a guy were... having the skin cut off yeah, yeah, yeah. his willy. He's a little boy. Eight days old. Bit... Private. Um, he's eight, he's eight days well, old. Well, I think this one's a little bit older because there were slight complications, but typically it's done after eight days. But yeah, I mean, there were like 150 people there. It was wow. a synagogue. It was like a big... <laughs> All big... elbowing each other out the world. Yeah, everyone, it was really... Everyone's like with their phones. Oh, like, oh my God. Filming. Yeah. Really strange, but then they have a big breakfast and you, and there's you know like baby boy themed cupcakes. Crucially, what they do aside from the actual snip snip is they name the baby. So in Judaism, you can't give a baby a name until after well, as a girl after it has like a baby naming ceremony, and as a boy until it's circumcised. Oh, okay, so even in Islam, you have a baby naming ceremony as well. I, oh, I think so, you? maybe yeah. I mean, they're so similar. So even like the grand so similar Judaism and Islam in the in tradition sense, like in that kind of thing, it wouldn't surprise me if they had okay. similar rituals like that. Um, so even like the siblings of the mother or like the grandparents, nobody knew the name until oh. this morning. So oh, that's fine. So what is it? Jacob Scott. Very Jewish. Oh, Jacob, Jacob Scott, Madeline. not so... Yeah. Scott is the maiden name of the mother. Okay. Grandmother. Who is yeah. or isn't Jewish? Because doesn't it go with the mother's line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are Jewish if your mother is Jewish. But in this circumstance, everyone. They're all Jewish. Jewish. Hence so, yeah. the public circumcision. Very public circumcision. <laughs> well, lots of the boys and men, now men in my family, were circumcised. I'm not Jewish. But it used to be a real thing. I remember my father saying to me, so, when's also going to be circumcised? And I was like, uh, no. times have changed, actually. And a real not thing on the basis of what? Okay. All I will say okay. is, it's a bit of a English class thing, the, the if family. I can say that. The royal family oh, so, yeah. are all circumcised. And when my father made this comment, I was a bit taken aback. So anyway, we went on to Google, and we're Googling circumcision. And there's very interesting, shall we just say? It's worth a read if you're bored on the train. Think you're going back. But um, I said I, I wasn't into Instagram, didn't I? So maybe so I would not search hashtags. Forget Instagram. You can learn all about circumcision. This but, is the news. But my media. stepdad has a friend. One of them circumcised, one of them's not. And one is they're known as the Roundheads, and the others as the Cavaliers. So that's oh, quite a lot of them. But anyway, it, it used to be a real thing. As I said, thankfully, not like lots of these things, times have changed. But yeah. anyway. Wow, so a whole new topic to learn about. What else has anyone been up to, Maya? This weekend I went to Bath, actually on Hendu, one of my closest friends is getting married in a couple of months. Um, lovely Bath. Yeah, it was I love really, Bath. really good, really good weekend. I love Bath. I was actually born there. Were you? Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, bath and royal hospital. Um, we rented an Airbnb, massive, massive bath townhouse right in the town centre. Oh, lovely, because the architecture in Bath is just yeah, so gorgeous. stunning, isn't it? It's such sort of yeah. Jane Austen territory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I went to Copenhagen. <gasps> Did you? Oh, cool. It's just just to talk about it in this podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was Copenhagen my, night. It was, it was lovely. It was my friend's 40th, and she's kind of really into Scandi kind of interiors that sort of thing so she wants to go somewhere different the only pain is for me because we are based in the north and Neil I have to go from Manchester so everything is a bit of a pain isn't it but that's one side and it's pretty expensive but that's one side it is nice and we got on those kind of their version of a tuk-tuk type thing to do really you know 24 hours the best sightseeing that we could do and we take the, the box and then you can exactly go exactly we saw 10 things in a tuk-tuk and to the Tivoli Gardens which is really oh, nice yes. actually if you want to do a sort of stylish Disneyland <laughs> Possibly at Christmas that you and the children would like Tivoli. I would highly recommend because it's kind of it is a bijou, cool Disneyland. And I hear from friends. We obviously it was summer. It was nice. It, it, was, it was nice weather and there's picnics, etc. But I hear from friends at Christmas if you can go for sort of a couple of days and it's you know it's an hour and a bit on a plane. It's not even an hour and a half. It's a fantastic thing to do with children without having to do the whole you know crazy cute good thing. tip oh. I'm going to remember that thanks Nicholas so you, you recommend Copenhagen do you as I, a weekend yeah, trip away if you can take the sort of you know it is pricey but there's a great bar called Ruby I've got a tip, tip for you it looks like nothing you know one of these adore but down a kind of cool sort of you know well, a bit of a speakeasy is it, yeah, it is. do you have amazing food That's it's got like the highest concentration of mission star restaurants yes it has it has and we had nice food it? So it's, mm. yeah it has the, the food was lovely but it wasn't as, the, the restaurants aren't, aren't as wowy as they are in London okay. so if you go you know it's kind of packed down not and showy it's white trainers yeah. and you know a bit of khaki top and it's not showy but actually the food's great yeah, that's the dream, so which is nice so so just go thinking that but ruby was my other tip and ilum is a really great store there as well oh, okay. i would never think of copenhagen i would think of bath as somewhere to go <laughs> yeah. i think bath is such a nice weekend away and a really nice civilized place to go for a hen i imagine yeah but surprisingly every other woman and their dog thinks that too oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> fantastic is literally it? every bar you go to there's probably about five hen bookings there Really? It was um, madness, yeah. Oh. But kind of like added to it because mm. everyone was just up for a, a real laugh. What about you, Charlotte? What did you um, do this weekend? Well, I went on Friday. I was up in Liverpool at the British Style Collective, which yes, you were. is the newly rebranded clothes show. Life, um, it's moved. It's no longer What's it called, sorry? the British Style Collective. Um, so they've done away with the clothes show, and this is what they're doing instead now. And they basically took over the whole of Liverpool, like the arena and all these other beautiful buildings. Um, and I sat on a panel and talked about all things fashion and social media. So that was really fun. Fun. Really good, really good experience. And then I went straight to Mallorca for the weekend. A bit of sunshine in as well. Lovely. Yeah, well, I feel like I've done nothing fun at all. I've been interviewing nannies, which oh. I don't recommend as a way to spend your weekend because Do there you... are no living nannies available in London. They are like ten a penny, and you're not interviewing them; they're interviewing you, <laughs> and it's quite terrifying. And after the first one. I was kind of chatting to my husband about the kind of questions I asked, and he's like, "Do you think you're a bit tough?" And I was like, "What? Well, I need to interview people who want a job. You know, does she want a job or not?" So after that, I had to kind of send her the messages. Anyway, the one I liked just accepted the job. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a big deal. I mean, I've got a seven-month-old. It's quite a big deal changing nannies. Do you have to have your sort of set questions? And well, my sister I goes didn't. into these things really, really organised. I'd be a bit like, "She seems like a laugh." Sure yeah, no, no, well, I'm with you, and I just think you want to get on with them because we have a live-in, which I love because I find it when your life is as manic as mine, I actually find it really liberating having someone I used to not for five years I didn't have a live-in and I spent my entire time like r- literally running to get home um, so I actually really like having a live-in so I think the most important thing is just to get on with them and feel like you're going to have a good relationship and yeah they're really your home aren't yeah. they yeah I think I'm quite lucky that mine are a bit older now 
So I'm coming out of the mail. Yeah, you see yours are what, seven and nine? Mine is seven and nine, mm. yeah. Although my husband did say, you don't want another, do you? I found <laughs> 40 this Christmas and I was like, no way. I'm totally over it. Are you? No, yeah, totally. I don't know why people, more people don't do have one child. This is my new thing for friends who have one child. Really? Yes. Because you only consider, would you want to never get on with their siblings? Well, this is true. Mine, mine, by eight o'clock this morning, I got back from the gym. My nanny was like, just so you know, the TV's banned. I was like, Jess, it's eight o'clock. How have we banned the TV? already yes. she's like they've been fighting since 7 they morning. fight they fight they fight and of course yeah, when you've right. had the second then it seems really mean for you to say that because I wouldn't be without my daughter now but I've got a few friends who did it a bit later and had one mm. and now they're saying oh should I have a second and I'm like no 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 it will be amazing with one you've got one they're nice you like them they're well behaved <laughs> also you have a very Just, different well I'm technically only child but my parents are divorced remarried lots more children but I did meet someone once I meet someone there are lots of only children in the world but I had a conversation with someone and she said I have a really unique relationship with my parents because we're yes. kind of at three and from a very yes. young age I had this really privileged grown up yes. kind of relationship with them yeah. that lots of others didn't have. Yeah. The only thing is, she did say, and I've got a friend who both of her parents are dead, died within a month of each other when she was pretty young and I mean in her 20s but you know that's a lot if you've got one or a parent that's really ill like when my granny was ill mm-hmm. and my mum is one of four and they all took it in turns I kind of think yeah. when it's you think yeah, that bit child. there's pros you need carers so I'm carers yes exactly my dad's te- yeah. again technically the only child has got a brother who's 17 years older and his mum's she's 96 and it like sole responsibility like and that always has been his dad died when he was 12 yeah. so literally his whole life has yeah. been about yeah. you know being there for her yeah. it, it is quite a lot for yeah. one person yeah I something about family that's just so yeah, yeah. my parents got divorced when I was 10 months old and I just and I've got all these wonderful halves who I'm very close to and I'm so lucky to have them and I love them all to bits but I've never quite felt as part of it as they yeah, feel yeah, with each yeah, other and I've always been sure. really afraid yeah. what they've got yeah. but still no children for me no, still no more, more children, children. <laughs> <laughs> more children for me the ones you've got <laughs> the two I've got I will keep exactly well it's that. good no. I always look because I've got a, my third is seven months old so I've got like a five and six year four yeah. and six year age gap and I did always look at these people that had two and I've got lots of friends who yeah. had two and I'm done and I kind of wished I had that closure because yeah. it would make life so much more yeah. <laughs> easy but then we now look at Mimi and we're like we nearly didn't have you but then as my husband always says I can't believe we nearly didn't have her if she was our We'd still he's still say feel that. Like that. Yeah, you'd love to. I mean, from what I've heard, you love all your children. Exactly. On a similar note of what we've been up to, we ran a piece on the London Bar Awards, and there were various bars in there that won Bar of the Year, Bar Termini, um, Best Bar Design, Most Creative Drinks, Peg and Patriot, no surprises there, and um, Best Bar Team. Anyway, Dandelion was in it, and I just wanted to mention Dandelion because Dandelion is at the Mondrian. I just think the Mondrian is a really great hotel. Do you know the Mondrian, Nicola? I do. Actually, my husband has stayed here the last two times when he's come down, and he's told me good things the about Mondrian. it. Yes. I just think it's and such... Yes, yeah. I have not been. So I'm hearing secondhand, and he is a bar connoisseur. So. Well, I think next <laughs> time he comes to the Mondrian, you need to go with him. Because yes. we went there yes. for my husband's birthday a year ago and just had the best time. Really? It's really cool and new, and it's got great design. And the dandelion, you've probably seen pictures, it's that kind of mm-hmm. pink velvet, mm-hmm. rose gold, mm-hmm. Tom Dixon-designed mm-hmm. bar. And then you can have dinner in the sort of sea containers, because it's the old sea containers, the hotel. There's a restaurant called the Sea Containers, I think it is. And then they have the rumpus room at the top which kind of turns into a bit of a party and they have some really cool DJs up there and I just love a hotel where you can go and that's your night out I agree. Mm. you don't have to think about going anywhere it's like the Sanderson or you yeah. know one of yeah. those or 
Ham Yard. Just something. really like New York Like, that's why yeah. I like yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to mention um, the Dandelion because I think it's a great bar and incredible views of London. And yeah, I think you need to. I like, you I need like the concept of having a night in one. So do I. No taxis, no mucking around. Definitely. And you've made your choice and you're sticking with it because you do this thing, don't you, where you sort of hop around. Yeah. Mm. And the restaurant was good, but the bar wasn't that good. And then it was a nightmare to get into the next place. And actually. Or we couldn't get a good table. But when, yeah. when you're a resident, yeah. you're a priority mm-hmm. as well to the hotel. So there's no, you can't get in here or whatever. Totally. And we actually went went up to the Rumpster and friends who weren't staying came and joined us. Anyway, we had a wicked night, so I'd really recommend it. Are you an Ibiza person? I'm an Ibiza person. Oh, I'm going in two weeks actually. Oh, I'm going for the first time this year. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah. You'll love it. Well, I'm a Yorker person, obviously. I am a Yorker. And so, yeah. so we're tagging, we're doing a yes. Yorker combo. Oh, so you'll love it. So I've never been, so I'm really excited to show you. It's a good one. Are you doing a bit of first and then Yorker second? That's the way. That's the way. Well, I got back, what, nine days ago. We're still this friend that we went with she made a little video of our trip my husband was like, I watched the video again I was like I know so <laughs> I have just persuaded him to do his 40th there next year oh, amazing we did my husband's 40th there last year did you we did, we did, oh my god did. I'm happy to yeah. hear that tell yeah, me was yeah, it a big yeah. success of course it was yes it was a big success it was and we went with our old uni kind of crew because you know how sort of for 40th I've got mine coming up and um, it's so difficult because you've kind of collected all these different friends it is with any parties isn't it? you've collected all these different groups of friends so we thought we're going to narrow it down to sort of our tight old uni crew and, um, and we went out and we did a real good mix of things you've got to I think if you're doing a weekend away like that put some planning into it this oh, is, you have to. ours was literally yes. I'm not joking I mean we went the first weekend of yeah. July but we were lunch dinner and then where yes. we were going after dinner yeah. Every, and we had a driver totally. this amazing, and I actually just gave her yeah. details I say driver that sounds so smart but I mean equivalent to yeah. there were eight of us we had she has these Mercedes vans but, I mean we walked out of Destino at midnight we walked out of Pasha at whatever time oh, in the morning there. Is it good? I've it's never so been fun. before we usually stay at Aguas it's, so it's a good place to stay it's really fun and the guy girl is playing on a Sunday there now that we're arriving on the Sunday this time so you think we should stay for yes. the so we got there at two and we booked beds don't bother with the restaurant because okay. we've got a minimum spend oh, great. restaurant I need and you've got a minimum spend so we just booked two canopy beds that have four each okay. in a row Yes, and had sushi rosé whatever and that was at two and then Guy Gerber starts playing at five I think it is and then that it, this was our last night and we were broken so we didn't go out afterwards yeah. we were like two o'clock curfew tonight that's it so yeah. at 12.30 we left but for lots of people they were just getting going but but the great thing was we had this driver I'll give you her details brilliant I gave it to a friend the other day but um, we used her before and you literally we walked out of Justina we walked out of Pasha and you just call her up and she's like yeah Georgia I'm just coming around the corner I mean there are people everywhere 30 seconds later up pulls your Amazing. and it's between you all it's maybe 15% more expensive than a taxi yeah. but frankly July so in Ibiza that. it is like for sure I mean everywhere we went sure. so what you're saying every single place we didn't yeah. go to one place that we hadn't planned to go to yeah you have to I think kind of to, uh, and I think there's kind of this thing of if you're going away for 40th or, or or when I think with friends, you really need it to be on schedule. But people can always jib out of the, sh- the schedule. But you need to have it there, especially somewhere like Ibiza, because it's hard to get into those restaurants. Exactly. I'm going to Heart this time. We've done Leo the last few times. Oh, I we love haven't done Leo. Heart. But, we, but I love it because you pay 70 euros in, to get in, but you don't need VIP. No, Whereas it's amazing. Pasha, on the other hand, that is really more good. I'm over Pasha. Dare I even say oh, that? Oh, we have Ibiza. such a fun night. I just, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's for me anymore. So when I got up, so I was a big, a big Ibiza fan for years and years and years, and did it all kind of in the 20s and 30s. 
on more of the budget. And then my husband continued the partying, and I was like, no, I'm over this, totally. And then we sort of discovered Aguas. I don't know if you know the hotel. Yeah, I haven't stayed there, but yeah. Yeah, and we stayed there for quite a few years, and I thought, I like it, actually. We can go to a few nice restaurants. He can stay up a few nights a bit later. This is working for us. We can take the kids. And now I'm totally back into it, but on a totally different level, obviously. You know, I don't sort of, like, two o'clock, maybe three is my curfew but the Leo night and actually heart which is meant to be the similar sort of thing um, is great because I think it, it doesn't mean sort of scrabbling around with everyone else and getting in a queue and, no you I know, can't no bleh. sorry it's a civilised thing it's 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 age appropriate I'm totally, see, I'm totally obsessed with age now. Mm-hmm. well I'm obsessed with, with just moving it on for myself personally you know I don't want to do what I was doing at 20 mm-hmm. if you do that's cool but I don't I'm happy to you know just turn the nozzle down ever so slightly personally a little bit just a little <laughs> just a little until maybe it gets to 2 in the morning and then you can keep going till 4 but, um, but I love those nights that pops up in Ibiza because it means you can stay somewhere nice you can go there yeah. you are sort of scrabbling around trying to get from place to place walking down those cobbly streets with your heels on not quite knowing where yeah, you're going yeah 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 um, oh god so, no. Yeah. no I am in and out <laughs> of Mercedes bus yeah. that is it but um, and the other thing that well what we didn't do which I think is great is this year El Chiringuito are doing El Chiringuito nights I don't know this not, have you been to El Chiringuito no. oh my god you've got to go to El Chiringuito if you've been all these years tell me it's in a stunning beach okay. with an amazing restaurant but it's just Super cool, amazing down. food. Yeah. So we loved it so much. That lunch that's, or dinner? Well, we didn't do dinner, but we did lunch. But they now do El Chiringuito nights, which everyone was really like, cool, thrilled that they're doing. Brilliant, because I have a, but, I have a gap for a night, so that can be my. Night. Okay, well I don't know what the nights are like, but for a lunch, I think it's quite like Beach House. Okay, but I think more people kind of rave about it. I mean, we just loved it. So any other gems that. that you recommend? Hard. Um, where did we go um, last time? And actually, I think there are only a few more. Is it a beach? in the old town we went to Dispenser love Dispenser oh, yes. so it's more low key but if you don't want to the big the big expensive night it's very reasonable it's also great for lunch if you wanted to kind of go for a bit of a potter and then walk up to the castle we've done lunch there and we also have done dinner there um, and that's done so well I think it only opened last year or if not the year before it's relatively new they're now opening another couple which aren't kind of cookie cutter but are the yes, same I wish they? I'd been there a few people so, have mentioned that La Dispenser oh it's on your list it's, it's, cool. it's brilliant yeah. I think it's really good and they sometimes do miss those kind of little mid ranges of places so let's talk about TV are you a TV person Nicola I am a TV person but I am really hard to please actually at the moment the thing that I'm liking most not so cool or anything but is Life Swap have you seen that no. no, I lose myself. Is it like Wife Swap? It's like Wife Swap, <laughs> but it's Life Swap. And actually, I watch it with my nine-year-old son. I love things that I can find now. We can watch together, and it's exactly as you would imagine. You know, it's kind of burnt-out exec in the city in London with everything that sounds good, but actually is just kind of draining him. Changes for a week or two weeks with someone in Alaska, and their whole family. Oh, wow. No, just it's, it's literally like Wife okay. Swap. So the individual goes there, that but you know, for that kind of, I'm getting more into traveling and wanting to see a new place. I'm just becoming itchier, um, so it sort of itches that sort of scratch number one and also I just scratches and also I think it's good it's nice to watch with my little boy and I'm yeah. always dreaming of moving to a different place so that's my new favourite series <laughs> right now and are you watching Love Island because no, you probably no. oh dear I, I was I watched one and no I'm no. actually starting did you watch yesterday I did watch yesterday the mega twist at the, the end twist. the mega twist yes people coming back in and can we just not muck around each other out themselves out nuts can we not muck around with Sam coming back in because he's yeah. such so a boring. Boring. He is boring. So boring but can I just say that I'm starting to feel a bit anxious oh. about the end about what I'm going to do when it's over they're extending it what 
I'm sure it's going to be extended by one or two weeks it's not, it's not on like the grapevine. Unless it's being extended for like the rest of my life, then it's good. It's going to be an achievement. I didn't really either. And like, so we were, what, about week four six, or seven? Six. Ken said we were on the home street, and I was like, oh, we are Ken, close don't say these things. When's it supposed to end? I don't know the exact week. I'm sure it was only supposed to be like seven weeks long or something like that. Did you know you can apply for tickets to the final? To the final, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. So if you don't see me one day, that's where I'll be. Then you have to be in the background, like, oh, cringy. You know, like when they have extras on tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really want to watch it every day. And I got up at 6.45 this morning to go to the gym. And it just gets me out of bed. (laughs) I can watch Love Island in the gym. I am off. It is great when you've got that sort of thing and you're like, I can get that from a book as well. It almost sort of feels like there's a parallel life running to your life. Life is, mm. and you love it so much. It's yeah. Complete escapism. I yeah. think that's it. It's Are you a big reader? Big, big reader. Yeah, big oh, reader. Yeah. I do love reading. Yeah. What have you read recently that you would recommend? I'm reading the Essex Serpent at the moment. Essex. Essex Serpent. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. isn't that Johnny? Yeah. Haven't watched it. Isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Very good. Another Love Island <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, I'm reading the Essex Serpent, which won loads of prizes. Oh right, and that, what's that about? It's good. Um, it's sort of fundamentally, it's quite complex. Okay. So it's about an Essex Serpent, but actually sort of this son of mythical kind of figure. And it's it's sort of um, set in the early 1900s, and how everyone sort of approaches this. It's kind of a thinking book, um, but I like that. So have you ever read any of Sarah Waters' books? No, no? I know, I know the name. What's she written? She's written. I can. Um, I feel like I can picture oh her name God. on the cover. Yeah, Velvet something. You might be able to Google it. Actually, for for sort of early century books. They are proper page turners. I can fear between anything. Something historical, a bit of crime trash, a bit of Linda LaPlante. Oh, I like anything. I can't do the old one. I'm all over the place with books. <laughs> That's great, though. I'm That's reading... Um, tell you what I'm reading. I'm reading... Cat Marnell, something like How Did I Fuck Up My Life. Isn't Horrible. it about like unfucking up yourself? No, oh. that's a different book. Oh. <laughs> this is, about this is basically about a girl. It's a true story. It's an autobiography. Um, a girl whose father was a psychiatrist and basically prescribed her with all this medication, like Ritalin or something. Like behavioural drugs, yeah. And she basically became a complete and utter junkie. Mm. Um, but functioning, um, she went to school, college, not sure if she ever completed it. But she's obviously very bright. This is a true story. True story. Became a journalist, worked for Condé Nast. I'm only, I think I'm 30% of the way through my book. But someone in the office was talking about it and apparently as her career went on, publications like Vice mm. then started paying her oh, to go and get high and go to the charities and document about this the effects of being mm-hmm. high at I don't know New York Fashion Week. I've or, read about this too. Whatever it was, it's really <laughs> harrowing. I'm finding it quite did depressing. The, did the jazz? It's not. It's a very easy read, but I'm like 30 percent through. I'm like, she's fucked it up Have so badly already. I'm like, I've got 70 percent to go. Mm-hmm. Where's it going to go from here? I hear there's a book that everyone's talking about. A little life. Yeah, we, oh. both, we both read it last year. I don't know if I can deal with don't it in it. advance. Oh, no. wait, what do you want to see? No, that? Oh, I would have loved it. I really love. I mean, it is depressing as hell. Oh, I, I don't know. Do you like depressing books, Charlotte? Uh, no, I, I like have... dark. I like dark. I like mm. drugs, prisons, gangs, crime. Yeah, parallel life. You know me. Love anything to do with the prison. I'm also reading um oh that book set in El Paz in that prison. What marching white powder? Oh, white powder. Marching powder. Marching powder. That's really good. Yeah, I'm listening to that on Audible actually. That's 
There's something about a little life that is. Yeah. I mean, the guy's like slitting his wrist it's awful. It's awful. every no, no, other no, no, no. page. Yeah, every other page. Okay, can't do that. It's, and it's, it doesn't stop, no. does it? No, it doesn't. It's more well, that I have a theory that all good books are depressing. There's no <laughs> such thing as a, as a book that's critically acclaimed that's really happy and jolly. Like they just doesn't exist. I know. I, I keep Ooh, mission to find <laughs> happy, find it. Critically acclaimed. I keep pushing this as something we should do as a feature. Jane Austen. There we go. Jane Austen. Jane Austen. No, it's not. Jane Austen is Gossip Girl. It is. But now it's not. You have to have something that's critically acclaimed, right? True, I, like, yeah, I, I like kind of altering the pace with your reading. Sometimes yeah. you kind of feel like you need something that's going to really make you think, and sometimes then you just want something like something. You know, you, I, that's why I like sure. to kind of change it. Yeah, 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 read yeah, fiction. I mean, read. Oh, no, I mean fiction. Read, I, but I just sorry, read not non-fiction, non-fiction then, mm-hmm. because you know, take Alex Chalmers' The Vogue yeah, Diaries, totally or take DVF's mm-hmm. book, yeah. or take. Um, House in the Sky about oh that's quite depressing she was captured by a Somalian oh terrorist yeah. but I think there are lots of <laughs> no totally non-fiction books yeah, that, that is very ripping. true I would anyway A Little Life I would okay. I would <laughs> give it a, I would put a warning it. label on it, it that you are going to get into bed and go no, I don't need that. Have I got the energy? <laughs> Do not use Positive vibes only. Yes. yes. <laughs> but it's but you're, right, you're completely right. It, it's really... It's straining. Someone I know is actually put the book down and she's crying and crying. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I can't deal with that. I only cried at the end. At the end. Yeah. Do you find, I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other day, do you find that you have to have a kind of like a book body, crap name, but the concept is, so I have loads of great friends all for different things, but I have a couple of friends who I know their taste and my taste is totally yeah. insane. 100%. So I, you know, one of them's a girl who I used to work with sort of 15 years ago. And I always feel really bad because we say we're going to speak to each other or meet each other and then I don't, but every few months I'll go, Deborah, hey. Yeah, I need book you. Recommendation. Only totally yeah. <laughs> You're no good to me. Exactly, I feel really bad, but you do yeah. have to have that person or maybe there's a couple in your well, life. And when someone's got it wrong for you, they are yeah. out. Well, we, Charlotte and I had a moment where we discovered that we were both reading the same yeah. book, which was quite nice. For me, it was anyway. Yeah. Because we were, we were sitting in the pub and you were I'm reading this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Is it called A Little Life? Yeah. And anyway, I think particularly something like that that's so heavy going, it's nice to have it. And yeah. especially the book that you can't get out of your head yeah. or the film you can't get yes. out of your head. Well, no one's yes. seen it, it's so annoying yes. so you want to be able yeah. to yes. discuss it. Let's change the subject a little bit and talk about fashion. Well, let's talk about buying pre owned. Nicola, do you ever buy or sell on Bestiaire Collective or Rebel or. No, never. Never? No. Why not? Because you um, don't have the stuff that you'd want to sell, or you haven't got time for it, or you wouldn't know how. I wouldn't know how. I'm about. too lazy. I'm not that good. I'm better off at a couple of single pieces. No. No, I don't either. I feel like I should. I mean, I've never even sold anything on eBay. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. So I think eBay is a bit of eBay, I find totally intimidating. I've barely um, bought anything on eBay. Yeah, no, I've never bought anything on eBay. I would never touch it. But I use the Vestia Collective app 
all the time to sell stuff. I have so much rubbish from my teenage years. You know, like... But does anyone want rubbish? Rubbish, no, but it's stuff that yeah, I'm rubbish that people will buy. Like, I'm But it isn't rubbish, because to the normal person, it's probably actually very nice. Sorry, but I mean things like a Marc Jacobs pair of sunglasses. You know, that kind of thing that you don't necessarily have need for, but you can still... It, instead of sitting in your drawer, you might as well... It honestly takes but that three minutes on the rubbish. app. So, 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 so I have this oh, theory rubbish. that it's rather nice of you to just give some really good bits sometimes to the charity shop. <laughs> And yeah. then what if oh, someone was that. walking along and then they just went, oh, look, someone just put a Mark Jacobs top in there. You're doing a double nice thing. Completely. And I don't do sure. enough nice things and that's my nice thing. Yeah. And also it alleviates the guilt of me having to do something like that and then deal with a person and picking it up and sure. posting it. Yeah, it's a double agree. win. And I was listening to a podcast on Sunday that said, there's nothing to clear out the mind than clearing out your house. Mm-hmm. There's nothing yes. like clearing your house, clearing out your mind. Totally and agree. Sunday, my husband took children's day and I spent the whole day. I mean, he's like, I'm surprised there's anything left in our house. You do it so often. But I do these clear outs. I go through every drawer, yes. clean the cutlery drawer. You know, I'm so anal. But it feels so good, and yeah. I just can't. I, I basically then can't be bothered. So yes. I had one bag, and I was like, "Yep, some of that probably is quite nice, but it's just all going to the charity shop yeah. because I want it out." Yeah, <laughs> totally get that. But yeah. the other thing is, from a financial perspective, so if you're done with something, then Agreed. why would you should. not? Yeah, it's it, what, what is it called? Upscaling, whatever it is. Yeah. So, so like, I, we were talking one the other day about the Louis Vuitton Neverfull. I, I mean, I know I'm not going to use that anymore. I sold it for four hundred fifty pounds, yeah, and amazing. so yeah, I mean, that, and it took like one minute. I, I undercut what everybody else was put pricing as at. It sold. Yeah. I'm not joking. In half an hour. And then suddenly I had, well, they take a 30% commission, so I had whatever, £350 in my account. Yeah. You know, like that, £350. No, it is. And look, it's a great way to find a bargain. I thought this was a really good piece that we did with Rebel. And they just had some really good points. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to shop on these pre-owned sites... The best time to find a bargain is after Christmas is in the new year. But she went lots of people in the industry have gifted Good idea. all this stuff mm. that they then discreetly try and, and palm off. They suggested having a one in three out policy, which I thought was quite good, where for every three items you sell, you can buy one new special thing. Mm-hmm. So it is a good way, you know, if you're trying to save money of doing that. It said, which I thought was a good tip, I bought some sunglasses the other day and I just threw... I was on the go. I threw the box. Yeah. I threw the label. Mm-hmm. I threw the everything. And they said, you know, you've got to keep all the original boxes, yeah, dust bags, cards, yeah, receipts. Never cut out any care labels. That's the thing. I don't want to store that rubbish. Oh, yeah. but I do that anyway for its own. No, I do things own. I don't know. No. But they also said, don't always expect good discounts. The quality of brands like Chanel, Hermes, and Celine means they retain their value well. So you will pay nearly full price also for on-trend items like Gucci fair loafers or Dior sling bags so, so what are you point, looking for but, but sorry from a seller's perspective as well so I have the fair Gucci loafers I think I might sell them later in the year because then I, I given that they are like you know some people will still probably want them I can probably essentially have rented them for £200 for a year maybe and then why not and then I'll put them into whatever yeah. the next thing is I so do know people that do yeah. it is great it does make sense that, that much it's so easy it. if you are you have to be bothered about so three things simultaneously don't you have to be bothered enough about the fashion mm-hmm. you have to be bothered enough about out the, the 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 packaging and the boxing yeah. and the store and that sort of stuff. and then you've got to be bothered enough about actually doing putting it on the site and the pricing and all yeah. that sort of so two, two, two two different and the photography yeah I fall honestly, down like at point number one I really do yeah so yeah. I think um but I think if you aren't bothered enough and if your personality lends itself to being able to do those three mm-hmm. elements it totally makes sense yeah. and when you want that whatever the new Gucci fur loafers are actually and you're thinking I don't have enough money in my salary to do it. That is the way to do it. That's exactly. um, I also thought there were some really nice tips on how to identify the real thing. Hopefully they've done it for you. That's the other thing I like about a vestiaire or a bell is that they've policed it so you don't end up with a fake. But you've got to look at the weight, the hardware, the logo, the lining, the stitching, all those bits and pieces, the dust bags, the chains, the details, serial numbers, etc. So if you are someone who's interested in buying and selling on pre-owned, then this was a really 
good checklist, I thought. We were talking about social media earlier, Nicola, and you said you're not a huge follower on social media, but you said there are a few bloggers, influencers yes. who you follow yes. and yes. you feel like you get lots of your yes. style advice from there. And we were talking about social media and whether you are a social media person or not, but I think you kind of summed it up there in that you know, you're inspired by these people, that's why you follow them, mm-hmm. and then you buy things, mm-hmm. and that's why there is this now mm-hmm. career as an influencer yeah. and why it's so powerful. I think what's really the positives for me are that um, I think I find it really had so I live in the north of England where so you, so you don't you know get the ability to do that sort of tube stalking thing that I used to do when I lived down <laughs> here as much or I used to work in magazines so that was very easy you would just sort of you know tell the fashion editor that you wanted to look those exact clothes <laughs> so that sort of has gone um, and I think magazines you know sort of typical of the, the classic kind of magazine content you know so many of them are just so out there and I think what they do is show you how to wear things in a very wearable way don't they you mm-hmm. can think she's basically my shape she's basically my age she's basically got my look it's kind of almost um, you've sort of you've got through three stages I suppose of, of curation if you and like. she's bringing it to life and you're seeing how and I can click on the thing and buy it there and then so uh, so I think from a very practical point of view um, yeah I do find it quite inspiring but I think actually it sort of really hits it you know on the nose for me from a practical point of view and who are those if people are thinking I'd like to know who she's following who, who are you following, following? Um, so the girl I really like the look of but she is thinner and the clothes <laughs> are more expensive than I would go Always for the way. Uh, so if I start on her is Fashion Bug Blog yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love her mm-hmm. I love her but I, I've She'll made some mistakes did you yeah. Yeah. I've made some mistakes with her as well because I've even tried to get my hair cut like her <laughs> oh, <laughs> mega fan yeah mega fan and you know and they've been like okay so she's about 20 shades lighter than you and she's got very fine hair and mm. I've got hair like a Shetland pony so <laughs> that didn't work and there's a few other things that I've kind of done wrong but um, but I love her that's my ideal but then actually if you kind of come down to the realms of sort of you know reality I like that does my bum look 40 yeah. oh yeah she's just you know I think Cat we like her yeah she's she does it she's kind such of... a character as yeah. well yeah. do you listen to her Instagram? yeah I do. Quite I, do. I do she's normally in the car having a rant yeah yes. her fingers together getting yes. quite irate yes. about her children totally she, she's but you know she'll just find a Marks and Spencer's dress that looks quite cool mm-hmm. or something you think oh I'm going to get that yeah. yeah. Or, or you know, she does other the stories. It's more kind of brands that I'm. You know, I don't buy that many designer mm-hmm. things. I buy bits and pieces, but she buys that more kind of mid range. Yeah, it's nice, exactly. And and I think you know she. You know, I know that we sort of told me not to say about the age. It just is something that bothers me. It is. And no, I'm no, and I'm happy you, to take but it's that. Just, we but, just um, did have this one yes, leader who yes. said. That one on the left is obsessed with talking about age. Oh, really? so yeah. I just, you know, I think you want to wear things that you feel kind of appropriate. And it's, it, you know, it's, I'm 40, I've got two children, I'm living a life, you know, running it up and down, uh, you know, the, the M1. Like, the, the things that are, that are applicable to your life. Yeah. I think she sort of ticks that out. I don't feel I'm going to do something too mad or out there. Yeah. I've got a friend who's got a blog called Where and Where. Oh, yes. Um, she started doing, what she does is she'll just do like one cool top that'll go with mm-hmm. your jeans. It's easy. Yeah. So I'd put her in that, in that mid range yeah, as well. That's a good... Yeah, there are a few. Oh, good. Let's talk about Marmite. <laughs> Tory to piece on the eight surprising health benefits of Marmite. Love it or loathe it, Marmite is considered one of the healthiest things you can spread on your toast. Packed with vital vitamins and minerals, this stool covered essential can help with everything from boosting your heart health to beating insomnia. So, if you're not already a fan, here's why you should be. And it talked about it being yeah, packed with vitamins, it contains magnesium, so it can help you sleep, keeps your heart healthy, it can cure a hangover. Good in pregnancy, which I thought was interesting because I eat a lot of Marmite and I like it quite thick and I was worried when I was pregnant if there was too much salt in it and therefore it was bad but I guess with all these things it's about balance it's also low in calories although to me good Marmite requires 
butter. Or jam. This is okay, really talk weird. About the jam thing. <laughs> really what weird. What do you mean? So Marmite, would you, can you, would you just humour me, yeah, by the way, on, and, and try it? Yeah. Because Marmite and jam, you don't need any butter. Okay, jam's got high in sugar, but it's really good. So, and so what do you do? Put the jam in the Marmite? The jam on first. Like a scone. And then <laughs> the Marmite. But it'd be so interesting, if we sat down and asked everyone in the office, what's their weird combination? I had a friend at school who'd have a baked potato with balsam. Do you remember balsam? I used oh, yeah. to do that. And chocolate. So, Marmite's also great with an apple. Again, okay. try it. It is really good. But anyway, with jam, and the weird thing is, is that my parents have haven't lived with my dad forever and we went to stay at some family friend's house in the summer a few years ago we were sitting down having breakfast and my dad goes can you pass me the marmite he started putting it on his jars no that's so oh my weird. god I was that's and I never knew he'd done that so it's quite weird isn't it but it's, it's really good I put it on pasta that's my weird thing I that's know my I can believe that because yeah. it's like a yeast oh my extra, god it's just it? like salty <laughs> bit of parmesan oh my god it's literally that is my ultimate comfort food because exactly that it's just it's just salty it just makes the pasta delicious <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, I can totally get amazing. that but you put it in gravy don't you sometimes I'm you and Mum might love a little No, yeah. it's just a yuck from me. Oh, You're like my husband. No, I, I take no. the, I have the lid off, and he's like, "Oh my god, put that stuff away!" And I'm like, "Really? How long have we been together?" Down. And you still make <laughs> such a fuss about our mum. His brother, to taunt him when he was little, used to smear it on door handles. <laughs> that's it's very sick. That's why he hated it so much. He would knew he'd be like, "Get this stuff off oh, me." That's hilarious. So you, do, do you let your children eat it if you don't like it? I, I don't think we've ever, ever had it in the house. I don't think anyone likes it. We like them. Well, we like enough foods. I mean. It's like, you know, this is a healthy food. I, I like enough foods. Healthy foods, bad foods, all foods. I don't need another thing. To another thing to add to the name. No, I've got a really fussy eater. He's just a pain. Try and get him into anything good. Oh, you're talking about Marmite. Marmite, that's the answer. Um, no, we don't. We don't have it. No. Anyway, I was pleased to see there were <laughs> lots of health benefits. <laughs> There's there. actually a uh, new place in Finsbury Park that does a Marmite pizza. Is there? Yeah. That's so Marmite you, and cheese is a great combination. Yeah, it looks exactly. delicious. It looks delicious. I think Time Out did a video or something. It looks so good. Oh, mm. good. Yeah. Yeah, we need to go. Tea Mountain. Pizza. Only Marmite lovers. Let's talk a bit about Neon and your huge, huge success that you've had with it. I remember when I started Sherlock's and I think you had a couple of candles in the range. Yes. I mean, this is sort of probably yeah. nearly 11 years ago yes. now. Yes, um, yeah. And God, what an amazing journey. It's such an overused Thank word, you. isn't it? But I mean, what yeah. an incredible brand it has become. And why did you set it up in the first place? So you worked in beauty, didn't well, you? Well, no, not beauty so much. So I, I did work in magazines. My last job was associate editor, so I kind of worked across a, a lot of the different okay. departments. I actually did more in celebrity, really, oh, than really? in beauty. But you know, magazines are bigger than than they are now but you had sort of you know you were involved in all the different departments beauty was 10 feet from me was fashion the other way so it was a kind of a sort of holistic thing and I began my well-being journey if you like when I just sort of was really feeling the pace of stress and actually that was at 28 so yeah you're right we're into our 12th year now I was 28 I remember just having starting with actually anxiety which I battle now really badly battle's probably not the right word I learned to live with it and I just remember sort of looking around and thinking god you know I'm 28 and yeah I'm partying hard and you know burning the candle at both ends but I haven't got kids yet and you know life's relatively easy I think compared to where it's going to go and I'm just really sort of feeling it and then I remember speaking to friends and and if they weren't feeling the same thing they were sort of you know suffering from poor sleep or mood boost or lack of energy and it just sort of feeds seemed like a kind of you know, a proper modern malaise and uh, my anxiety was getting kind of worse and worse. I started having panic attacks and I just kind of decided to look after myself. Now people say was there a light bulb moment? Not really, I, I don't think there was. I think I just sort of became interested and had a bit of a word in myself about, yeah, looking after myself on a very basic level, not doing anything kind of crazy or different or, or, or finding out from some 
you know, woman in some far end of London of a new way of living. Just so, what did you start making products to combat yeah, the stress? Yeah, I, mean, I went. I trained in aromatherapy, and I also trained in nutrition at the same time. So, I became very interested in both mm-hmm. things, um, and started to just really sort of clean up the way I was eating, clean up the way I was living, clean up the way I was doing exercise. So, not just going and kind of powering it in the gym, but also thinking of other things that I could kind of do that were more about mind. And then became really interested in yeah the little the little fragrances that I mixed. Became interested in the power of aromatherapy. Um, and I remember so early on, I made a blend for my husband actually when I was just trying out different things. And he is a sports teacher, I said to you, he was a sports teacher, but he was hugely sporty still is now. And he used to go and play football on the other side of London all day long. I mean, literally, like kind of a you know, six hour stint to come back to our house in Islington and have no energy to go out. And I was like, we're going out, we're going partying, come on. And I created him a blend that I would put in the bath when he came back and I would test and refine it every kind of week. And he was like, wow, this thing is amazing. You know, I'm you ready, kind of, get up and go. Get up and go juice, exactly. It's probably get up and go juice, yeah, that's a good name. Exactly. I mean, now we sort of very much market that towards, you know, frazzled mums or, or people sort of pre-sleep, but that so, was actually so how I How is that? Uh, I love the sound of your get up and go juice. I like some. <laughs> um, if I want to buy your get up yeah. and go juice, what is it? We still how do is it available now? now? So that was one of our first fragrances. It was called Feel Refreshed and it's now sort of part of our said to boost your energy collection so actually our latest perfume we brought out is a version of that in a, in a fragrance um, we do it in candles we do it in mists we do it in little kind of pulse points that you can carry in your handbag and we what's do it, it in called arms. it's called said to boost your energy okay yeah right I know um, what I'm doing yeah. after this. but that's how I, that's how I sort of built it and we became we were really really focused on day one that we were about well-being but we were we were there to exist to help with stress with poor sleep you know with boosting your energy with lifting your mood and I think we've remained really really focused on that so you know yes we had a few candles when when we met you first but you know now we've got sort of in excess of 120 products Incredible range, they yeah. are all tailored towards those four pillars if you like and that's what makes it so unique and smells so, so amazing. So I mean, yeah. it's a wonderful range. Um, talk to us about having a business partner. I know your business partner, um, Ollie. Yeah. Ollie um, not very yeah. well, but yeah. uh, anyway, I know your business partners. How? What's the? It's the what's weirdest the key relationship. To success? So, because I, I think yeah. you're not husband and wife, no. as lots of people probably no. ask you. Yeah. Um, we're closer in many ways than our own husband. But and wife what's the key? Married. Because you know, people fall out. How do you make it work? There's a you, few goals. On. I think. I think first of all, choose a partner that has totally different skills to you. So many times I see people and they go into business with a partner to share the load. I would totally disagree with doing it that way because ultimately the load will be shared by people that work for you and you'll just start bickering about things you have a different opinion on. So I know that Ollie's better than me on, you know, a couple of things. But he knows most of the time that I'm better Only than a couple him. Of Ollie's oh. listening. <laughs> And a couple of things. And that's really important because, you know, you sort of both own your thing. That's point one. You respect that he knows about that and he respects yeah. that you know about that. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's really, really important, right? So we argue a lot. I mean, honestly, if someone comes to work for us, I think they sometimes, they go through a bit of a period of thinking, oh God, like, Shit, is everything all right? right? Yeah. This? <laughs> yeah, and then I have to sort of go, don't worry, we do this all the time and then everyone else does. So there's never, it's unlike a marriage in that there's never anything left unsaid. Never. So is that a rule? Don't leave anything unsaid? Not a rule. We just do it. Okay. So, you know, if he is pissing me off I can't wait 24 hours to tell him that I have to tell him it has to be out if he thinks I'm wrong about something or you know yesterday we were discussing something and and he he had his take on it and I sort of thought I'm not too sure about that and I parked it for some maybe four hours and then I'll text him night again I totally disagree because of x y and z and then in that instance we came around to my way of thinking but everything is (laughs) out there you know there's not anything that sibling relationship yes most people say when they come in that they've gone through a period of thinking do they 
fancy each other? <laughs> Do they, you know, is one in charge of the other? And then they generally come to the point of saying it's a brother and sister relationship. Although I have Which a child because you can be honest and yeah, I have a child with ginger hair and he has ginger hair <laughs> <laughs> and a husband who's very dark. And so we have a lot of people who go, "Say your child, Charlie." But we're kind of over that by now. <laughs> so the rules are to be open with each other, to have different skills. Yeah, I think so. And the um, ones. I think they're the main ones. You've got to have okay. fun. Some, sometimes what you can... He's very good at, you know, if I'm down, he'll bring me up and hopefully I'm kind of the same with him. Although he's probably naturally a bit more upbeat person than I am. But I think sometimes we bring each other and go, let's make this fun. You know, we've got... It's become a bit serious. And actually then we go, yeah, okay, we sort of reset that. We've got to kind of be each other's champion a little bit. Yeah. It's really hard. You know it is. It takes a long time. And it took us a long time to make Neon successful. A lot longer than I ever thought. I remember Nikki Kinnard saying to me in the early days, it's sort of about year nine where if it's going to become a proper brand that people know, you know, it, it'll be I think that's such a key point to anyone yeah. wanting to start a business. Yeah. I mean, I think that's But the it used thing, to be three it? years, didn't it? It used, used to, to think, be... I, we always yeah. joke that, you know, yeah. by, three, by year three, we thought we'd be, you know, in my seat drinking Benito's all day. But actually, it just takes... Yeah. Take how long... I always say that to people. Take how long you... Th- people say, I can support myself at X. It's like, take how long you think it's going to take and then times it by three. Oh, totally. I'm yeah. totally with you. I mean, I remember her saying that to us and then kind of walking away, me and Ollie kind of sniggering and going, oh, fuck that. We'll be, we'll be there in four years. Yeah. Know? We'll put a little bit extra on because we're cautious like that. And it was, it was kind of a year nine when I think the traction really sort of started and, and it flipped from us asking people to do things to people ringing us the t- all yeah. the time. But, you know, year nine, it's a, and I was still earning less at year nine than I was nine years before. You know, that's the reality of it. It's, it takes time. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. You now, what, nearly 12 years on, yes. have children and yes. a husband. And how, how do you juggle it? Well, I mean, everyone I mean, so many women just do their own thing and just yeah, want very well. I think, you know, juggling is kind of the key word, isn't it? You know, things are up in the air and they're never quite landed in a balanced place. And everyone is, yeah, it's never perfect. Is there anything that you would say, actually, this is a little gem that really works in my life that might be useful um, for someone else? Controversial, but I'd say find yourself a husband who's going to work in the plan. You know, Ala Sheryl Sandberg. My husband is a teacher and you know he has the children in the holidays and we work it as a team I think you know if you think you can go off and do kind of like a little fun thing on the side whilst your husband just puts his head down and motors through a 60 hour week that's going to make things 10 times harder so you've got to think as a team what do you both bring to the party mm-hmm. and that's a really key thing I always think when I talk to girls before they've got married no that's that that I think is really important mm-hmm. um, and I think you know my children they're used to mummy being away and mummy working more hours than they are daddy so that's fine kind of alleviates the guilt a bit because they're with dad you know people say be present with your children when you're with them but I'm really crap at that my kids will be like put the phone down I mean it's a nice it's yeah obviously it makes sense in reality we just don't always have that luxury but that's a that's a nice point on the husband I like that one it's a bit different of all the products you've created you have to pick one that's your favourite what would you pick well it is different at different times of the year because that's the whole philosophy of the brand so you know what I'm attracted to is the thing that I need so what's really weird is when I go to people can you just blow that candle out because I can't bear it and they go oh my god do you really not like your own fragrance I say well no because I just don't need that right now you know I don't need a burst of energy or something I need something to calm me so now what's your favourite so right now I actually am using our Great Day Scrub which is a real energising scrub our scrubs are amazing if you haven't tried them I'll send them in for all of you they're absolutely fantastic they are literally the one stop shop and leave you smelling kind of amazing for you know hours and hours all, all, all day after and if you were to pick three products that aren't your own, oh god, three no. beauty products that you just can't live without, that are in your makeup bag or your sure. bathroom or whatever, what would they be? Chanel mascara, 
Okay, Ooh, interesting. Definitely less mascara. Something was going out of stock, we would do run and buy. Something's going out of stock. Um, Discontinue. I, I, do you know what? This is this sounds weird, but I really like this Burt's Bees lip balms. Oh, Amazing. Yeah, a lot of people say they're Brilliant good. Brilliant colours. They aren't full of any nasties, which try and veer away from, so they're really, really good. Um, and I like Trilogy Rose Hip Oil for the face. It's nice, isn't it? It's really, really good. good. It's really good staple. Um, and finally, what's new for Neon? So I'm doing series events with John Lewis, which is pretty cool. Um, we've got one tonight, and then we've got one next week um, in Oxford Street and Peter Jones. Um, and it's me talking about well-being as a, as a subject, and really kind of from our own point of view, our sort of small steps, big difference thing. So you know, I'm not a, a well-being guru by any manner of means, but sort of we really fly the flag for, I suppose, the person on the street and how they can fit those little moments into their life. So I'm talking about that, and then we're going to do our scent discovery test on people in the audience, where they can come up, tell us what they think they need and then we find out as we do in 80% of cases in our store that actually your underlying well-being need is very different to what you thought oh, which is really cool and um, yeah we've had some really interesting ones at the events that we've the other John Lewis events that we've done where people have come and gone oh I know I just can't sleep and it's like, actually you aren't exerting yourself enough how do you how do you establish what's actually wrong with it so we do a little scent test it's very simple but because our blends are so complex you're drawn to the one that your body needs. Okay. So oh, you'd be really? drawn. That you're yeah. lacking. That's what they say, don't they, about oils. Totally. And so there's yeah. one tonight. They're going to have missed that by the time this podcast comes out. Yes. But there's one next week. That's right. There's one next week. And how do you find out? How do you get tickets? You can go onto the John Lewis website or you can go onto Neon Social. We'll be talking about it, where to go. Okay. Um, so if that sounds like it appeals, get onto the John yes. Lewis website. Nicola, thank you so much for joining that. Me. That's been great. Good girly talk. Um, <laughs> and that's it from this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please subscribe and rate us via iTunes. See you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.